Good morning. Welcome to UVU Today, a morning news podcast by students for students. I'm Mikkel Newkirk. And I'm Will Howard. And today is March 24th. And today it's a great day to be a Wolverine. It is a great day to be a Wolverine. So I um, am really excited about today's interview because I have Taylor from UVU Social Impact. And it was really awesome uh, to talk to him. And that was really fun. I'm also excited because yesterday I saw that it's been a year since Tiger King came out, which means it's been a year of like the shutdown that we all know of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Which is insane, which is nuts. And I, I literally can't believe that it's already been a year. I don't know. How do you feel? It's kind of crazy that this is our normal. Yeah. And it's crazy that we've actually hit it like a year. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm actually one of those people that didn't watch Tiger King. Oh man, I everything else yeah. on Netflix. I think it exhausted everything. But you know how everybody talked about it. Yeah, and it gets to the point where you don't need to watch it because you knew most about it, anyways. That's kind of what it was for me. Yeah. So yes, I didn't watch it, but now I kind of wish I did. Yeah, <laughs> so. it was crazy. Like my dad, like does not watch a lot of TV. And he sat down and watched all of Tiger King in one sitting. And that's just not like him. <laughs> and I was like, it's just crazy. And so I I was thinking, I was like, wow, it's been a year since COVID. And I was looking at articles and I found this article that's really funny. It's like a would you rather COVID edition. So I thought we'd go through some of them. Let's do it. And answer. So the first one I have is, would you rather continue working remotely forever where you get to take a nap every day or return to your office where you get free lunch? Okay. So actually, this is funny that you bring this up because I was in a work meeting today and we talked about this and, you know, I miss the interaction with everybody. And there's, Uh you know, there's some things that being in person actually benefits work, right? The camaraderie, the if you're working with a team, then uh, it's easy to kind of go back and forth with ideas and this and that. And that side of it really is awesome. And it's the productivity is so much better. But then on the flip side, you know, I was talking to um, my team about this. I'm like, I've saved so much money on gas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't drive one. Like we have two cars. There's weeks we leave one car in the back we don't ever touch it so nice so, yeah so that's a hard one i don't know how to answer that it would be like yes or no i don't know <laughs> hard if there's like pros and cons i work retail so i've been working outside the house through the whole pandemic um but i i don't know i think i'm kind of ready to try working at home too so i don't know hopefully maybe i can try it at some point but i I have another one okay. that I think is funny. Would you rather do one more Zoom trivia night or clean your entire apartment with a toothbrush? <laughs> and I was like, um, pretty sick of Zoom, but also I don't want to clean my apartment ever. You so, know, I, so I think I'm on the flip side because when you work at home and mm-hmm. this is now your, your everyday Yes, Zoom can get like taxing, but it's one of my reliefs with work. It's like, oh, we have a meeting. I don't have to work for 45 minutes or an hour or whatever it is. Yeah. It's like, oh, I actually kind of look forward to these Zoom calls because then I get a break from not sitting in my my office for 
how many hours a day. And so like, I think I would actually take another Zoom trivia. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Especially if you win something. Exactly. Um, This one's kind of a joke, but I thought it was funny. Um, It's, would you rather read one more email that starts with, hope you're doing okay in these troubling times? Or like me and my roommate always make fun of the ones that say like, that like different stores will send like Bath and Body Works or like weird places. And they're like, um, hope you're doing okay in these unprecedented times, like every email. So it's, yeah. Or hurl your iPhone into the sea. And I was like, um, I'm pretty sick of living in unprecedented times. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I agree. I think I'd throw my phone. (laughs) I don't want to throw my phone into the sea. Um, (laughs) Okay, I'm going to do one more. It's, would you rather read a book or scroll on Twitter for 17 hours one will stretch your brain and send you headfirst into a new reality. And the other is just a book. <laughs> but I was dead because I spend hours on Twitter. I could read a book in that time. I don't like reading. And maybe if it's a different app. I'm not like a huge fan of Twitter. I have Twitter, but mm-hmm. I use it for sports. Okay. And my, yeah. So it would, if it was a different app. Yes. What's your social media app of choice? Uh, it would have to be Instagram, but okay. I really don't. I kind of talk between Facebook and Instagram. So, okay. Yeah. I'm like a TikTok and Twitter. I refuse to get TikTok. I was one of those at the beginning of the pandemic. I'm like, I, you still are. <laughs> I was yeah, like, no, I, I, refuse. It now, but I, it was like, a, I held that for, I don't know, let's say TikTok became really big during the mm-hmm. pandemic, right? Right. I probably held out for nine months and then I got it. And it was because my wife kept sending me so many that I was yeah. like, okay, send them here. And then I wouldn't yeah. go to my text. Right. And then you get scrolling on one and get scrolling on two. And it just becomes a habit. So probably should try to delete it, but we'll see if that happens. I like am so into TikTok now. It's actually bad. And it took me, it took me months, like almost, I don't think I even got it till like January of this year. And yeah. finally I broke. And once I broke, it was the it was gone downhill. Are you making TikToks now? I have made TikToks. Okay. Uh, they're not good. they're not good. <laughs> but TikTok's really supposed to be good. That's yeah. the point of it. I was treating it like Vine because I'm a veteran Viner. Oh and yeah. I'm ups- I was like obsessed with vine and i was actually serving a mission when vine got taken away and when i found out i literally almost passed away like i was like i i need vine so tiktok's good tiktok's good it's a good replacement yes (laughs) anyways um now that we're we're done talking about our social medias of choice um happy one year of tiger king everyone uh let's head on over to my interview with taylor okay so taylor if you want to take a minute to introduce yourself who you are how long you've been at uvu thanks for having me first of all um like i was introduced my name is taylor murphy i am a junior at utah valley university um I am actually, I major in biology and I minor in chemistry. And 
at the moment, I'm, I'm currently debating whether or not I should add a certificate of data analysis onto my degree as well. I just don't know how much longer I want to be in an undergrad. Like, do I want to extend it by, you know, a semester, right? Um, that's just kind of a decision I am, um, thinking about right now. But aside from that, I am a, a member of the impact fellowship at the center for social impact. And, um, yeah, I'm currently conducting some fun research in the biology department as well, but Aside from all these things, you know, if you can't find me, you know, studying or um, on campus, I, you know, I enjoy snowboarding. I like to be outside. Um, I love basketball. I love just like following it. And um, yeah, I mean, family, friends, all of those things. So that's kind of a little bit about who I am. Awesome. And you mentioned social impact. Tell us a little more about that and how you got involved. Yeah. So it's, it's actually a really, it's kind of a funny story. Um, when I was a freshman and, and it's kind of a shallow story on my part too, but, um, you know, like as a, as a pre-medical or pre-dental or, you know, Mm -hmm. one of those, um, tracks, you have to do a certain amount of like, I mean, not a certain amount, but there are things you have to do, you know, whether it's volunteer hours or leadership or, um, shadowing or, you know, those kinds of things. And I didn't even have the faintest idea of where to start. And so I just looked up like, like a Google search. I just literally typed in service opportunities at UVU. And, um, I found the center for social impact and I actually went on a trip to, um, Portland. And that was kind of my first experience with social impact and the center for social impact was through an alternative break over spring break, where we went to Portland to further immerse ourselves in, um, the issue of homelessness and to create an impact while we could, while we were there and, um, to learn about it more. So that's kind of how I got started. That's really cool. Um, so tell us a little more about what social impact is and what you guys are doing over there. Yeah. Um, great question. So some of the things, I mean, social impact is really, I don't know if there's a definition per se. Um, the way that we like to view it is really, I mean, first of all, you, you do no harm, right? So whatever you're doing, you got to make sure that maybe it won't be like the greatest of impacts that you make, but you really want to focus on doing no harm. Right. Um, because the worst thing that can happen is when, you know, you've got great intentions or whatever it is, but what you're actually doing isn't, um, isn't making an impact. In fact, I mm-hmm. guess it is, but like in a negative way. Right. Um, right. so that's the first thing you want to focus on. Um, other than that though, the best way I could define it is through six pathways that were developed at Stanford actually for social impact, which these pathways, I like to think of them as like lenses through which we can try to create an impact. So for example, there is the direct service pathway, the philanthropy um, pathway, the community engaged learning and activism pathway. Trying to think of the others off of the top of my head. Direct service is a pathway. I may have already said that one. Um, Community engaged learning and research, social entrepreneurship and corporate social responsibility. That may have been all six. I may have missed one. Um, But those are just ways that we can think of social impact. Like, am I going to try to create an impact through direct service? You know, am I going to try and create 
an impact through policy change, right? So yeah, those are that, that's probably the best definition of um, social impact in my words. And as yeah. far as like what we do at the Center for Social Impact, there are lots of student um, leadership positions where you know we are able to whether it's run a program or um, oversee an event or do different things that we have going on on campus and, you know, even outside of campus that help, we believe, you know, create an impact in our community. So, yeah, that's, I was looking at your guys's like Instagram and your page on uh, UVU and reading about those points. And I think it's really amazing how you guys have broken it down because it's so hard to try to get involved in things and to see any sort of impact Um, that Mm -hmm. you're doing on your part. So I think that that's, I mean, that's really amazing in all the different ways to get involved. Um, What are some of the things you guys have done this year? Like projects, um, different things for students to get involved in? I can think of a few just off the top of my head, although there are lots. Um, (laughs) The first one that I think of that like is kind of at the beginning of the like academic calendar. So starting in fall, right? Fall semester. is Make a Different Stay, um, which is a day focused around the pathway of, you know, again, one of the six of direct service, right? Mm-hmm. And on this day, it's it's run by our fellow who is over the direct service pathway. But on this day, we, you know, try to enlist volunteers to work with community partners in our community, right? Right. So we had a few different organizations that we worked with to um, do a you know, a myriad of service projects to help make a difference through, you know, direct service in our communities on that day. Mm -hmm. That was one that I can think of just off of the top of my head. Um, Another one that is, you know, I think very significant is the clothesline project where we are, you know, we, this project is really raising awareness for like sexual assault, domestic mm-hmm. abuse, um, intimate partner violence. I mean, all of these different categories and subcategories, but it's always, it's held in the ballroom um, traditionally, although this year it was online um, mm-hmm. just due to, you know, circumstances, but it's a, it's a project that raises awareness for, for these things. And usually when it's in person, we have, you know, clotheslines hung up with t-shirts on the clothesline and survivors of, you know, sexual assault or domestic abuse are welcome to share their stories um, and express their, you know, whatever it is that they want to express on these shirts. You know, there are messages, some are written to, you know, a higher um, power, some are written to, you know, their perpetrator, right? I mean, it's just, it's a way for people to, I guess, get that out and, and they can choose, you know, if they want to be confidential or not. Anyways, it's just a really powerful event because, I mean, different shirt colors represent different cases of, you know, whether it was sexual abuse, whether it was domestic violence, like in a relationship, you know, what, whatever it was, different shirt colors are representing different things. And there's a symbolic gong that is sounded every, I can't remember how many like seconds, but that kind of represents, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's every time the gong goes off, there is someone who is exploited in one of these ways Wow! on average. And so it's just a very like solemn and powerful event as you get to walk through the ballroom and see all of these shirts on display and hear that gong and understand what shirt colors mean and, and reading the messages. So those are two right there that I think are pretty, um, come to the top of my head. So, yeah, I remember looking, um, 
kind of one of the first ways that I found you guys was that clothesline project. And that's Mm. something that is, I mean, something that I am passionate about and interested in is helping women and people um, that have been assaulted, uh, victims of domestic abuse. And so I thought that was really amazing. How long do you know how long you guys have been doing that? Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure how long it's been up, but I know it's been up and and going for a significant amount of time, I guess you could say. I know that um, as well, our our fellows that were over it this year, um, I believe it was Taylor Bell and Kira Smalls. Um, mm. They did awesome, you know, making it online and accessible and 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 really still like, it's hard to encapsulate an event like that online. Totally. And they did such a fantastic job with it. That's awesome. And it's awesome to see, especially on college campuses where so much of this can occur and mm-hmm. so many people have experience with it. Um, yeah. I think it's really amazing. What is so far in your involvement with social impact, what's an experience that you think you'll take with you from this when you graduate, when you go on something that you'll just always have with you? Yeah, that's so hard. Yeah. Because I've been I've been involved here now at the Center for Social Impact for like two and a half years. I mean, I can mm. I can say that trip to Portland was pretty neat. Um, helped me open my eyes to the issue of homelessness a lot. I met a lot of great people, participants on the trip, leaders on the trip, and just in people from Portland um alike. Um, I can say, you know, I think really being able to connect with and learn from diverse um, perspectives and individuals that maybe normally wouldn't be in my circle. I think that's been a big one for me to open my eyes to a lot of different things. And I think really um, one that I'll always take with me for sure is, so my position at the Center for Social Impact is over Mm -hmm. alternative breaks. So I kind of coordinate those trips and whatnot, but we weren't able to do that this year because of COVID. You know, we wanted to make sure travel was, you know, we wanted to keep it safe for people participants and those in the communities that we were going to travel to alike. Right. So because of this, um, we created a new event called the breakdown on campus, which is it's, it's a um, social impact competition where participants, you know, underneath an issue, right. They, they get to work to develop a solution, a creative solution to this issue. And we actually call those solutions interventions because mm. solution kind of sounds permanent and right. there isn't really a permanent fix to a social issue. Mm-hmm. Rather, the, um, the solution of a social issue kind of comes through multiple interventions. Anyways, yeah, we had four issues highlighted this year that were um, sex trafficking, police brutality, climate change, and public health crisis. And participants got to work underneath one of these issues and try to develop a solution to it, or sorry, an intervention to it um, through different problem solving frameworks and through, um, you know, getting to interview people who have been through or have like, we call it proximity to one of these issues. And it was, it was a really, really cool experience to see some of the interventions that groups came up with. And I was just grateful to have been able to be a part in um, creating and and, um, executing this event. So yeah, that's probably one. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's so awesome that you, even during COVID, there's so many ways to get involved. I think that's one of the things I talk a lot about on here is that UVU has really, really done well during the pandemic in trying to keep people involved, trying to keep people going 
as hard as it is. Um, What's the best way for students to find you guys and get involved? I mean, I think we do a lot from our Instagram for sure. So I think, you know, just following us at UVU Social Impact, um, Mm -hmm. that's a really good way to like make sure, you know, like everything that we're doing um, and to see what's going on because we're really always looking for, you know, more students, right? Because our, our goal at the Center for Social Impact is to develop active citizens, right? It's, it's, if we can take someone, um, I feel like I'm like a really, like I've been through this system. Like I, mm-hmm. I came like just trying to like fulfill like hours requirements for like a undergrad, um, you know, trying to get into med school kind of a thing. And I feel like I've been developed into something maybe a little more than that. Um, and I think that's our goal, right. Is to develop active citizens. So I think, you know, either visiting us at, I think it's SC 105, I believe is our location, um, or 106, one of the two of them um, on campus at the actual Center for Social Impact, um, coming and visiting us there or looking at our Instagram and kind of following along. I think, yeah, those are probably the two best ways, in my opinion, anyways. <laughs> yeah. And your guys' Instagram is awesome. So oh, thank you. I just have to shout out. Um, it's really organized. <laughs> And there's so many different things to do. So it was really cool. Well, Taylor, it's been great talking with you. Yeah, you Um, too, likewise. Yeah, and talking about social impact. And we will put links to your Instagrams, to um, the sites to get involved as well for our listeners. But thanks so much for being on. Yeah, thanks for having me. And just a quick shout out to Maria Stevens, who is our, um, she is our outreach fellow at the Center for Social Impact and does our Instagram. So all of that is her... um, her masterpiece so quick shout out but thank you for having me all right everyone thanks for listening to uvu today and for more on what's happening on campus you can follow uvu today on instagram at uvu today and hopefully one day we'll have a tiktok uh as always please subscribe like and follow uvu today wherever you get your podcasts have a great day wolverines thanks everyone